Welcome to the Garden Path Podcast. I'm your host, Misty Little. This is mini episode number two. Today I am going to do a quick uh, like update real qu- uh, <laughs> at the beginning here and then talk about three kind of botanical books that aren't necessarily pertaining to gardening that I uh, I think are valuable. So the first update is that I am starting a newsletter for the podcast. This newsletter will go out monthly. Um, maybe twice a month at most. I don't know how much time I really want to devote to it, so monthly sounds great. Um, basically, my goal is to kind of get to know my listeners a little bit, the ones who, who want to engage more, I should, should I say. Um, I've found newsletters to be f- kind of fun for um, for some of the people I follow. Um, they provide another way of communication, I guess, and connection. So that's kind of what I was hoping to do with this one. Um, So you can go to thegardenpathpodcast.com and on the right hand side is a little spot for your email sign up and it's through MailChimp. So you'll have to, you know, verify your email and all that. And it's pretty straightforward. If you decide you don't want to receive my emails anymore, just unsubscribe. I'm not going to bother you. Um, But I I just thought it would be fun to send maybe once a month like a video uh, garden related, maybe a mini podcast or um, an interesting kind of blog letter to you guys. Um, you know, we'll see. I thought it might be fun. So it'd be great if uh, if you want to sign up for that, go to the website and do that. The second thing is I am created a survey for the second season. Uh, I mean, for the first season of the podcast, so I can kind of plan the second season. Um, like I mentioned in the last episode, I'm going to be wrapping up here in a few weeks, taking a couple months off, trying to um, get more interviews and start scheduling uh, episodes for probably starting early November um, and kind of working working on the podcast for the second season. So if you could what do a listener survey for me, it'd be great so I could get some information kind of on who y'all are listening, um, just have an idea of of where the podcast might should go um, so the short way to do this if you want to just type it in now it's bsvy.mk slash 2b2f7 capital d6 so that 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 b and the f those are lowercase so it's a survey monkey it's a bit.ly link um, but if you <laughs> didn't write all that down you can go to the website in the show notes for this and there will be the survey will be embedded in this in the post, so you can quickly fill out that survey and submit it. And that way, I can kind of have an idea of who's who's listening, um, maybe your interests, your favorite episodes, so I know um, again, so I can have an idea of how to make this podcast better um, for this upcoming second season. So right now, that's all I can see for in the future is a second season. I don't know. This podcasting is a lot of, is a lot of hard work. It's it's fun, but definitely a lot more complicated than writing a blog. So um, I think having some crowdsourced information definitely helps. Um, and before I talk about my books, I have a couple other things. Um, kind of a fun website I recently found this summer is called Gardenista, and it's a nice garden style blogish magazine it's not necessarily a magazine but it's put together like that and um it is definitely pretty 
and pretty in that uh, my garden will never be in there because I can't keep up with it. But um, it is it gets them a lot of good ideas. Um, I'm definitely curious on how many people have like permanent gardeners on some of these gardens on there, and you know some of them you can tell maintain themselves, but. Oh my, um, it's definitely aspirational sometimes, but it's kind of fun if you're just want to go down the rabbit hole of uh, garden planning, get some ideas. Um, the other interesting uh, thing to share would be the uh, Native Plant Podcast uh, with the episode with Bree Arthur. Um, she talked about edible landscapes, and uh, I came across her originally a couple years ago, Organic Gardening had an emergent gardener um, special several page article and she was mentioned in it and so I've kind of kept tabs on her through various social media and that kind of thing um, so I kind of like what she's doing she had a really great podcast interview with the native plant guys and definitely hop over there and check that podcast out all right so moving on to my kind of more botanical um aspects books that I would like to share. The first is uh, probably going to alienate a few people listening, but I still enjoy it, is The Forest Plants of the Southeast and Their Wildlife Uses. And so for me, it has been, it's been very helpful for my job for field work, um, but it's all sorts of native um, common forest plants they would see in uh, the Southeast. So Southeast forests are, you know, a lot of pines, um, definitely some bottomland hardwood areas, um, so woodland stuff. And uh, it was it's a great book. If I have trouble finding, uh, identifying a plant, I've used this book over and over and over again. And maybe if, even if you're not in, in the region, um, you still might find it interesting. Um, just maybe you want to try planting it in your area. I don't know. But um, I really enjoy that book. The second book is called Butterflies Through Binoculars, and I have the particular one for Florida, but I do know they have a couple different regions uh, throughout the U.S., and I I really um, referred to it a lot in Florida. It was very helpful for me. They have a lot of the male and female uh, photos, um, dorsal view and ventral view and side views, of different butterflies through, um, and then it has a nice little map showing regions where you would find it. Um, I still use it in Texas because we do have some butterflies that have that same overlapping range. And sometimes if, even if I can't find the particular butterfly that I saw in my own yard or wherever, um, I've, I've referred to it and it gives me an idea of, you know, okay, this was a skipper, this particular skipper, I can go and and look it up further. So it's definitely helped me, even if I'm not specifically in that region. I don't know if I'll go and buy, buy the one that's particular for my region or not, but I definitely enjoy that book. It is helpful. And the third book I was going to mention is the Plant Identif- Identification Terminology uh, and Illustrated Glossary by James Harris. And um, I originally got this goodness 16 years ago when I was in college and for my plant classes and it is great for learning the actual terminology of the different plant parts for different species and you know I am definitely more of an ecologist minded person and maybe more of a I don't know 
not transcendental, but kind of, I would say woo kind of person. (laughs) So I definitely think about feelings and stuff and not necessarily about terminology all the time. So I may not always use proper terminology when I'm talking about leaves, structure, or the flower parts. Um, But it's definitely something I would like to get better at. And I have this book and I really should flip through it more. Um, But if you are looking to get better about uh, plant identification terminology, that is a great book to have on hand. And it's got a yellow cover um, if you're looking for it. So those are three kind of botanical books that I would recommend. And um, I guess that's it for this mini episode. It's raining. My gardening efforts are going to be thwarted for the next seven days. It's been raining since Saturday, so I haven't really done a whole heck of a lot. There's a lot to do, but um, I'll have to stay tuned and and hit that, that back up next week sometime when it dries out a little bit. So don't forget, if you want to sign up for the newsletter, hop to the website. Also, be cool if you could fill out that survey for me. And as always, I love, I would love to have some more reviews. It helps people find me on iTunes and on Stitcher. So it'd be cool if you guys leave me a, uh, a rating and a review. You don't even have to leave a type it out review. You can hit the little star, uh, the five star review for me. And that will help me in the ratings for Amazon, uh, for Amazon, for iTunes. <laughs> um, okay. You guys have a great week and I will talk to y'all soon. <laughs>